Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A state bans transgender recruiting of school children amidst protests from gays who want to recruit school children. Anheuser-Busch refuses to apologize for transgender beer in California violates female prisoners by adding men. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The state of Florida has banned transgender recruiting of school children in public schools amidst radical protests by leftist gays who want to recruit your school children. American Greatness reports in the Florida Capitol last week Friday, transgender activists wailed and chanted defiantly in the State House of Representatives in the lobby as state lawmakers there, Republicans, passed a bill prohibiting school teachers from teaching radical LGBT and gender ideology to public school students. The bill covers children age pre-kindergarten to eighth grade, and one agitator actually shrieked inside of the Florida State Capitol building in Tennessee, Tallahassee. He was saying, quote, the fight does not end here. We keep showing up every single day. Whose schools? Our schools, end quote. In other words, whose children? Not your children, parents. It is the transgenders who claim access to your children using government schools to recruit them. But Florida's putting a stop to that. The bill, which now expands on the Parental Rights Education Act, also defines sex and puts restrictions on pronoun usage in schools. Not by children, but by teachers. By adding new guidelines also for library books, nothing sexually suggestive for K through eight children, according to the Florida Vice newspaper. For high schoolers, uh, the, there are different standards. The bill reportedly requires that instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity is age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. The bill defines sex as the classification of a person as either male or female, based on the organization of the body of such a person in specific reproductive role. For example, indicating a person's sex chromosomes or naturally occurring sex hormones and uh, internal or external genitalia as presented at birth. That's how Florida is going to define male and female. Well, that sounds biblical to me. God defined male and female at the very beginning. But the new Florida bill would also prohibit a school from requiring that an employee or student, as a condition of employment or enrollment, must participate in any gay sex education program or refer to another person by the pronoun that does not correspond to their actual sex. Let's show some uh, of the protesters who are against this, right? The radical leftists 
who want to recruit your children in, in school, they were screaming in terror. Here's a video clip. So what are they objecting to? I mean, they're so angry, right? They want, to, they want access to your children and they want it now. Our schools, our children. But they're not their children, they're your children and grandchildren, Florida voters. Here's what the bill text is that they're really objecting to. The bill text says that an employee or contractor of a, of a public K through 12 educational institution, a school employee, may not provide their preferred pronouns to a student. The student may not be asked by a school teacher or, or a school employee to provide his or her pronouns or personal title or pronouns or be penalized for subjecting the student to adverse or discriminatory treatment by not providing his or her preferred pronouns or titles. So the government can't ask the kids, what is your pronoun? That's common sense to me. Let the kids talk about it among themselves. But when the government begins to inquire, then they are pressuring the kids to out themselves or to uh, switch pronouns or provide a government endorsement of their gender dysphoria. State Representative Tremont Chase said that the ban on transgender pronoun usage will simply allow teachers in Florida to go back to the real intent of education, reading, writing, and arithmetic, and focus on that, instead of creating a crazy front line of social experimentation in public schools. Charter schools will also be required to comply with the conditions according to the legislation, and the bill passed overwhelmingly, cleared the Florida House on a vote of 77 to 35. That's the news, or thanks to American Greatness, for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have legislators that are human actors, we have protesters, we have children, right? Those are the, the people in the story. Where are the non-human actors? How do we discern the spirit of God, the spirit of the angels and the demons behind the story? Well, let's take a moment and look at, for example, this protester. Here's the protester. Uh, and I've been a protester before, right? But I try to protest for righteous things. Here's a guy who's protesting to have craving sexual access to your children and grandchildren in school. And he wants the government to give him that access. Whose children? Our children, he's claiming. He says our school, but what he means is he wants to transgenderize your children. That's just his statement. How do you discern what's inside of the man? 
Can you almost see the demonic spirit of craving that is not just tempting him, but it's sinning through him as he's demanding access to your children for sex? This reminds me of the demons inside of the sinners at Sodom and Gomorrah. You remember when Lot was hiding with his children and said, no, no, uh, don't have sex with our children. There are people pounding on the door demanding, we must have access to your children. Well, those demonic spirits are still here today in America. And it reminds me of what the Bible describes in Jude verse seven, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in the similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, that is craving the flesh of children, they are set forth and as, a, as an example, what is their punishment? They are now suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. And God will have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah if he doesn't judge America for allowing that kind of filth. Let's pray, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name against the demonic spirit of Sodom inside of the Sodomites who want to recruit and steal children for their own perverse pleasure. Father, we apologize uh, for our sin and letting them. And we praise you, God, we discern the spirit of God inside of those legislators who voted to ban this nonsense and protect the kids. God, give them more victory and a reward in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Anheuser-Busch refuses to apologize for transgender beer. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. We're here in Israel in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12 minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from LifeSite News, who reports the Anheuser-Busch Corporation, maker of Bud Light, is refusing to apologize for their transgender beer advertisements. Beer company Anheuser-Busch released a half-hearted apology without actually apologizing or saying what they did wrong. For for their new partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, a gender-confused man who began identifying as a woman just over a year ago. 
and has turned it into millions of dollars of sponsorship deals because he's now an influencer and he convinced Anheuser-Busch to pay him for his likeness, which they put on a beer can. Well, that did not go off, go over well with people who drink Bud Light. I'm not one of those, but I'm just observing that there's a lot of country Western music listeners out there who drink Bud Light and they were offended that Anheuser-Busch has now done this partnership deal with Mulvaney and it drew a lot of criticism, not just from uh, beer drinkers, but also from conservatives. And it preceded a multi-billion dollar drop in the company's value. Now reporting $5 billion in losses of stock value for Anheuser-Busch, just off of one of their beer brand. They have probably a dozen or more, but just the Bud Light fiasco cost them $5 billion in stock. CEO Brandon Whitworth is backpedaling. He's now trying to react to criticism and the stock loss. Already two high marketing executives in the Anheuser-Busch Corporation have suddenly gone on administrative leave without pay for their mistake in offending their own uh, consumer base. Brendan Whitworth, the CEO, is uh, issuing a statement. Here's the statement given on April 14th. I'm just gonna read it out loud. See if you can find his apology in here. I can't find it. See if you can find what he thinks he did wrong. I can't find it, but this is their half-hearted attempt at an apology. As the CEO of a company founded in America's heartland for more than 165 years ago, I am responsible. Well, that's good, take responsibility, but for what? What did you do wrong? For ensuring every consumer feels proud of the beer we brew. Oh, so you didn't do anything wrong? We're honored to be a part of the fabric of this country. Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people and our independent distributors employ an additional 47,000 valued colleagues. Again, no apology, this is just a history lesson. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and a proud history of supporting our communities. Military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. Okay, here comes the punchline, right? We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing, bringing people together over a beer, he says. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded, freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. So wait a minute. Now he's like insulting conservatives again. He's saying we don't have freedom, hard work, and respect for one another because we don't support the transgender rights. No, 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 no. This is a reverse apology. It's like he wants us to pay as customers, but he's not gonna apologize for offending us? He continues, quote, as CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I deeply care about this country, this company, our brands and our partners, and I spend much time traveling across America, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly. There's no apology here. To bring great beers to consumers across our nation, end quote. That is the non-apology apology. apology. From, from, from Bud Light CEO, 
for offending his own consumer base by trying to transgender the promote the the mental confusion that is inside some people who suffer from gender dysphoria. The the transgender person, here's a picture of Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney, by the way, this is a man, this is not a woman, but his videos have received criticism from conservatives for the shallow way that Mulvaney appears to play act as a girl and even promoting buying tampons and crying multiple times in one day as if he's having hormonal issues that many women face. Uh, that's the news. Our thanks to LifeSite News for that report. All I did was read his statement with my own commentary, but the rest of that came from LifeSite. Uh, I am shocked. As a non-beer drinker, <laughs> I promise you I will not be patronizing anything from Anheuser-Busch until they offer a sincere apology and we hope you, the viewers at home, do as well. The Bible says this in Romans 1, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. You know, it's not enough that people are out there practicing LGBT sin, but now they're also approving of those who practice them. This is, what you should apologize for, Mr. CEO, Brendan, not that you are engaged in gay sin, but that you are showing approval of those who practice them by putting their face on your beer. Your approval of sin is just as bad as the sin itself. That's what you ought to apologize for. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do apologize to you, God, for offending your, your righteousness, for disobeying your law, for offending the very creation that we were made to be. Lord, we ask you to forgive us as Americans for our national sin of approving of other people's actual sin. We do not approve. And Father, we approve of you and Jesus, we ask your mercy in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, California is adding men into the women's prisons. This is PIJN News. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the My Pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, My Pillow 2.0. When I invented My Pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of My Pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a My Pillow or not, you need to get the brand new My Pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers, or for as low as $19.98, you can get our sandals or slides. Quantities won't last long, and with my 60-day money-back guarantee, you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story comes from Liberty Council, who reports, California is continuing to violate the safety and privacy of female women prisoners. How are they doing this? By adding men with male parts who live in the women's prisons and undress in front of them in the showers. Female inmates in California are facing physical and legal repercussions. Abusive women in jail. Because now, not only are they having their parole dates moved around for complaining, but there's a new state law that allows men to be housed with women. Emmy Ichikawa, who served five years in California State Prison and now heads the Woman to Woman Prison Advocacy Group, was a panelist. Uh, Christian Post wrote about this also. Uh, the panel was about unmasking gender ideology event in March, where she revealed how a new state law could be placing female inmates at risk for sexual assault. While conceding that prison was not a wonderful place to be prior to 2021, uh, it, it got even worse. California implemented Senate Bill 132, which allows trans-identified men with male parts to request to be transferred to women's prisons. Well, who wouldn't want that? If I was a man, I'd, I'd want to, I wouldn't want to serve, uh, I, I can't even get my mind around it, right? I'm not gonna say what I would think in their shoes. I'm not in their shoes, thank God. But Ichikawa said that since then, men have been transferring into her prison, the Central California Women's Facility, uh, the conditions there have deteriorated rapidly. Kathleen Quinn, a male, in, a female inmate who has been incarcerated over 20 years, also filed a complaint in February. Prior to her parole board hearing, in which she told the commissioners of the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation that she feared for her safety following the implementation of that new California law. Now the Christian Post is reporting that Quinn actually saw a trans-identified male inmate who goes by the name Eva Reeves, who had also been convicted of murder, by the way, back in 1982. Now that man is hanging out in the female restroom area and watching her as she used the female restroom. Quinn then filed a complaint seeing that Reeves had ignored signs that the restroom was supposed to be for women, 
Instead, the man goes into the women's area. And Quinn pointed a situation which she was also corrected for refusing to address him as a her. Pronoun usage is being repenalized as if it's not bad enough to be in prison, right? Here's a quote from the formal complaint. She said, quick, quote, uh, this practice communicates to one's roommates that the shower is being used, end quote. So they put a sign in the shower, men don't come in here now, he ignored it. He just goes right in, showers with the women, and they're supposed to be okay with this? Now, because the women are complaining, they're being identified for reprisal, punished further as a result of their simply demanding safety and privacy in the prison, which they're denied. That's the news, our thanks to Christian Post and also Liberty Council for that report. Uh, here's what the Bible says, and ladies, we pray for your liberty, not, not just from prison, but from being further abused. No woman should be sexually assaulted as a consequence of her prison sentence. You, you give them a prison sentence to be in prison, not to be subjected to further sexual assault while in prison. That is a second penalty and no woman should be forced with the indignity that we are describing here. The Bible says this in Psalm 142, this is a subject of our prayer. I'm just gonna pray it as we read it. Father in heaven, we pray that you bring their soul out of prison so that they may praise your name. The righteous shall surround these women for you shall deal bountifully with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I've been praying and teaching for years about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how you can have the power of God right now for your prophetic or power gifts ministry. This new teaching goes through not just Acts chapter two, when the disciples received the power of God from on high and began speaking in other tongues. But we also teach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and every instance we could find in church history of the gift of tongues. This product is brand new and available to you for a suggested donation of $30. Call us at 866-Obey-God to get yours today. Or you can find it on our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and for donating. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, Again, our website, PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he is able to give according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given to you. So what does that mean? 
That means if God has blessed you with a lot, please give a lot. If he's blessed you with a little, please give a little. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.